0: Hello and welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast where we explore simple living and high thinking. Each week we join Vivek Gupta as he offers insights on bringing the divine into the daily. What direction do we go when faced with challenges? How can we see the bigger picture when our circumstances blind us? Let's listen in on this next episode of Bhagavad Gita 101 on Challenges. Hi and greetings from Niagara Falls. Today, when I was on my freedom walk, I saw a sign on a trail that said, Keep the distance. And when I saw this sign, this reminded me of some of the signs I saw when I was running the Cleveland Half Marathon last year. One of the signs said, Life is fast. Running makes it slow. <laughs> Another sign said, You're running very far for a free banana. <laughs> At the end of the race, they give you a bottle of water and a banana. <laughs> one sign said, One in a hundred runners poops their pants. Are you that one? One. <laughs> When you've been running for 10, 15, 20 kilometers, and you see a sign like that, you can't help but laugh or smile. Looking at all of you, you can't help or laugh at smile hearing these signs, yes? And you feel energized. Now I didn't eat an energy bar, I didn't drink an energy drink, so where did this energy come from? My mind became quieter. When your body is tired, your mind becomes disturbed, agitated, noisy. And these signs help. Our course is this sign that will help our mind become more quiet. Then we can keep up with distance. Our journey is not a lifetime, but lifetimes. And you have to keep up with the distance. And that comes through insight, through application, through all we're experiencing. In March, we focused on applied Gita in resolving. Resolving our inner conflict that manifests as outer conflict. And we started in chapter 2, verse 72. And here Bhagavan Krishna tells Prince Arjuna, you can reconcile your inner conflict. This is possible. What that means for us, letting go of our ego, ego is simple. The conflict is with the ego. This is most simple. Let it go. Yet difficult, no? Let go of your ego. Done. (laughs) Simple, difficult. Now the third word you need to remember in this sequence is worthwhile. In that verse, Bhagavan Krishna says, if you can let go of your ego, even with your last breath, then you will feel free. We moved on to chapter 3, verse 38. Why is letting go of the ego difficult? Because we have plans. We feel incomplete inside, and we're planning to complete ourselves outside. So I need something inside, but I'm doing something outside. In my relationships with people, in my transactions, there's desire. I want something. I have an expectation. This is what makes that which is simple difficult. We magnified this more in chapter 6, verse 35. When you have such plans to find completeness outside, there is a constant flow of thoughts. We keep thinking and thinking and thinking. How come I don't feel complete? I've done so much for that person. How come they're turning their back on me now? And we lose ourselves in our minds. Self-talk, doubt, judgment, dejection. We have to counter that. With Abhyasa and vairagya. Abhyasa is to try. That's why I shared worthwhile. The more you try, the more you'll let go of the D, that difficulty, and focus on the W, this is worthwhile. And Vairagya is very much about being the bigger person. The more egotistical we are, the smaller we are. The less egotistical we are, the bigger we are. And we completed our focus on resolving in chapter 9, verse 27. Bhagavan Krishna says, Anything and everything you do, do for me. Feel that I'm inside of you. You will feel complete. Feel that I'm outside of you. Saying sorry will become more natural. An altar in life alters one's life. If I feel that I am an altar, I will treat myself better. If I feel you are my altar, I will treat you better. One becomes very, very, very accepting then. There is no conflict. And this leads us to last week where we had a spontaneous class or birthday celebration of Bhagavan Rama. And he is known as Karuna Nidhana. The one who is endlessly empathetic, compassionate, loving. The best way to celebrate Rama Jayanti or Hanuman Jayanti is to feel the creator is looking at you. So the creator is looking after you. That is a transformative understanding. The creator is looking at you, so the creator is looking after you. Why are you fighting with yourself, with others? This month, we shift to applied Gita in challenging. Challenging ourselves, challenging people, challenges like we're all experiencing right now. We begin in chapter 15, verse 16. This is a popular chapter because it's so short. <laughs> but it's not the shortest chapter. Tell me, what is the shortest chapter in all of Bhagavad Gita? It's not chapter 15. So now you have 17 more guesses. Anyone else want to copy? 18. 18 is the longest. <laughs> it is 12. In chapter 12 and chapter 15, there are 20 verses, but in chapter 15, some of the verses have longer meters. In chapter 12, they're all short meters. Please repeat after me. Dwavi maupuru shaolokay. Dwavi maupuru lok. Ksharas chakshara evacha Ksharas chakshara evacha Ksharas sarvani bhutani Ksharas sarvani bhutani kutastok tokshara uchate Kutas to kshara uchate For those looking for names, there's three <laughs> for you to use in this verse itself. Okay. Dwao imao purushao loke. In your experiences in this world, in this multiverse, there are two levels of creation. There are as if two beings. How does this relate to us? If we go back to resolving, in every conflict, there's two sides of the story, correct? If you only hear one side, can you fully reconcile that conflict? You can't. Any leader, any parent will have to hear both sides, no? Two, whenever you study any teaching in Sanatana Dharma, there's two levels of meanings, no? There's a literal meaning, and there's a implied meaning. What we take from this first quarter is that there are two perspectives in life. The lower one, which we take for granted, perception. And then a higher one, which requires reflection, which is intentional. Whenever we come across challenges, try to shift to the higher perspective try to make that normal try to make that your default don't people do that whenever there's a war whenever there's a natural disaster one's instinct is to go to higher ground correct from higher ground you can see the war from higher ground the water and the fire they can't affect you as much Two perspectives. As you go about the challenges in your life, go to the higher. What are these two creations, these two beings? One is kshara. Point to me that which is kshara around you. Okay. (laughs) Too deep. We'll we'll slow down. (laughs) One is kshara and one is akshara. Let's open this up. Kshara simply means changing. And Akshara means that which is not changing. So all we experience, there's a changing level and there's an unchanging level. Whenever we come across change, we have to remember our our equation. Where there is change, there is going to be challenge. Whenever there is change, there is challenge. Right now is a great indication of that. When you know the purpose or you have the right perspective on that challenge, it evolves to becoming training. You work harder, you become a better person. That's higher, no? When you don't know the purpose, when you have the lower perspective, that challenge becomes a problem. Then we start to use words like panic, pandemic. During magical mantras, one of the mantras that we focused on was saraswati namastubhyam, which we regularly chant. And I had shared, when you're five years old, you go through the samskara known as Vidyarambha or Akshara Abhyasa. Akshara means alphabet, practicing the alphabet. At the time, I shared with you what is the first word that you learn to write when you're five years old? iPhone, no? <laughs> at least you were thinking about it and you know how to say it now you know how to spell it <laughs> it is Om, Aum. A-U-M in our happy hour class yesterday and I'll connect all of this a young boy he must be in grade 6 he says how can we chant Om all the time you start with Om, you finish with Om, and I shared with him that Om is a sound that leads you to silence. So you're all thinking about this technically. A means waking state. U means dream state. M means sleep state. Who cares? Om is kshara. And that should lead you to the silence, which is akshara. So now, as you go about living, and you're observing all of this change, know that there's a dimension that's higher than this, which is unchanging. Okay, it's being defined more. We go to the third quarter. Chara sarvani bhutani All that you experience, sarva bhutani, That means people, animals, plants, stones, all of this is changing. So now apply this to a challenge. In the heat of the moment, when you're facing a challenge, how long do you think that challenge will last? Forever, no? If you look on Facebook, what many people are doing is describing what's happening with COVID-19 right now and they're doing this so that many years from now, when their memories come up, this will be described. Long lines at Costco, virtual schooling. Whenever someone does that, they know that this challenge will come to an end. Otherwise why would they write about it? Yes. Every challenge is changing. so. Even this will pass. I have to remind myself that (laughs) hundreds of times a day, (laughs) when feeding, when sleeping, when cleaning, when cleaning, when (laughs) cleaning, even this will pass. There is a time when they'll be asleep. (laughs) There is a time when more dishes will not be (laughs) created. We all know the story of even this will pass from Swami Chinmayananda's parables. We quote it all the time. But have you internalized that? Because if you have internalized that, challenges become fun. Yes? It's like playing a sport with a strong competitor. It brings out the best in you, no? But you still know it's a game. Even this will pass. The more you reflect on your experiences, the more you will agree with this third quarter, all that I experience is changing, all that I think will last forever, never lasted forever. Yes? Think about the hardships in your life. They came and they went, no? Here you are. Studying Bhagavad Gita. And don't worry, more hardships are coming. <laughs> even the non-hardship times, even that will, will pass too. <laughs> and this leads us to our fourth quarter. Kutasthaha Akshara Uccate. And what is known as Akshara, that which is unchanging, is kutastha do you remember what the word kutasta means? Share with me. That's right, anvil. Have any of you ever seen an anvil before? We should, in a very sattvic way, modify some of these comparisons, no? Like if I taught a 12-year-old, kutasta, anvil, the only time I've seen an anvil in my life was um, roadrunner. And Wiley Coyote, no? (laughs) When that anvil keeps dropping on him. When else do you see an anvil? Or some war movie like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones where they're always creating knives and and so on. (laughs) So here, the higher perspective is that which is unchanging, but I have to modify what I'm saying. But I'm telling you this at the end. It's not that the higher perspective is unchanging. It's simply changing less. Okay? Stay with me, okay? Because in the next shloka, in the next verse, Bhagavan Krishna begins with uttama purusha. There's two creations. There's two perspectives that you experience. That which changes a lot That which changes less. And then in the next verse, he says, the third is that which is unchanging, that which is beyond. But we'll leave that for now. I want us to focus on, just so you know the context. This last quarter brings up some technical Vedanta. How many of you have studied all of chapter 15? You studied this whole chapter. And you're confident with the flow of thought. Can I see those hands again? Confident with flow of thought. Okay. (laughs) In chapter 15, creation is described as a tree. Yes? Any tree, any plant, really all of us, started as a seed. Every human, every animal, every plant started as a seed. And so, here Bhagavan Krishna is saying the lower perspective is the leaves, is the branches, is the trunk. That changes a lot. You see that in the shift between winter, spring, and summer. The higher perspective is the seed for the trunk, for the branches, for the leaves. Tell me, what is the seed for all of this that is changing? Maya. That's what Kutasta means here. Kuta means heap or mound or lump. There is one Maya, but from that one Maya, that heap, that lump comes so much of change. So much of challenges. So now, what's the point? How does this relate to challenging? Now, use your deduction. If there's creation, there has to be maya. There has to be that creative power. Now if there's maya, what else has to be there? Bhagavan has to be there, no? The creator has to be there. Or you can go even more Vedantic and share Brahman has to be there. So now coming back to your challenges. When we are deep in a challenge, you have three perspectives. Which perspective do you typically adopt? The challenge perspective. Why is this happening to me? Why only me? When will this end? But if you pause, you reflect, you go to a higher perspective. This is Maya. Maya means that which is there sometimes and that which is not there sometimes. Yes. And as soon as I identify Maya, then I should go even higher and share to myself that if Maya is here, Bhagavan has to be here too. So there's nothing for me to worry about. We see that happen in so many cases like if the president is there, there is going to be a microphone and a hel- helicopter too, Correct? That's where all the speeches are given. (laughs) In this environment of intensity. If Vyasa is there, then Sheila and I are going to be there too, yes? So now relate that to Maya. We never go past Maya. We think Maya is it, but Maya is not it. Then this, again, challenge becomes a game, becomes fun. Worldly problems are not solved with worldly solutions. As long as you're at this lower perspective, you will never find a way out of that challenge. But if you can go one rung higher and identify maya, it's the same as identifying Bhagavan. That's the spiritual perspective. Yes? Okay. Such a practical shloka. When you think about each quarter and, and how this applies to us, it's brilliant. And every shloka, I really—you could take any shloka for any of these verbs. But when you make this your own, that's when this really comes to life. Let's read together. Dwavi maupuru shauloke, ksharas chakshara evacha ksharas sarvani bhutani if you enjoyed what you heard or want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at facebook.com slash cmniagara. For those on the journey of self-development, Chinmay Mission Niagara provides a community forum for seekers to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmai Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.